This week at Macy's, discover big savings on fashion and home essentials. Keep warm and stay on trend with specials on coats for him and her, 60 to 65% off. Get 25% off women's shoes for any weather. And refresh your space with select Charter Club bedding and bath collections, now 50% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. And welcome to another episode of the Football Smack Talk Show. I am your host, Ryan. I'm Eric. Welcome, Eric. How are you this fine Monday night? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, how are you dealing with the, with the, the hot-ass weather? Oh, you know how much I love the heat. It's the worst. Wow. Yeah, I mean, right? Look at me. I, I look, you know, I'm, I'm obviously not built for, for hot weather. In fact... Uh, you know, the lights right on me right now are, I might need to put on some sunscreen. Yeah, and, yeah, I've got the, the beard and the longer hair. Like, I just, I don't, I don't do well in heat. Wow. Yeah. Hopefully everybody out there is trying to stay cool because it's just going to continue to be hot from yeah. what I hear. Uh, so certainly stay cool. Uh, beat these, uh, you know, long, hot summer days and nights i always get a kick out of when like the uh the weatherman comes on he's just like hey it's 94 degrees with the heat index it feels like 112 and i'm just like i have a freaking clue what 112 feels like you know what it is it's effing hot yeah the difference between 112 and like you know 100 is there is is there really a difference what's up mike it's really freaking hot yeah what's going on bud how's it going mike so, uh, big news today, um, all of the the Eagles' 10 draft picks are officially signed. Yeah, so they're all, they're all, yeah, that's that's one kind of off-season to-do, uh, on the to-do list to, to yeah, check you off. You want that done just before you go to training camp. Yeah, you want everybody to sign, everybody ready to go. Right. And, and it's not as hard nowadays with the allotted salaries for each. Sub Sylvester. Yeah, well, and, and considering that uh, tomorrow is um, you know the official start of camp uh, right. for the rookies, so uh, it's great that they're all in. They can all start on time. Uh, you know, we'll see how you know much uh, you know of a training camp there is, as per you know kind of what we're used to, but. You know, we'll uh, we'll kind of figure it out as we go along, obviously, as as they will. Um, but I, what I I also wanted to mention was the NFL at least came out today and kind of gave put down some guidelines. And some of the players, uh, I would assume it was kind of an orchestrated thing from the players' association uh, to start this. You know, we want to play hashtag we want to play. Uh, right. Yeah, moment. The NFL hadn't really put much out there as what their plans were. No. In my mind, felt like they were looking at it as business as usual, and you just can't take that approach right now. Well, now, um, considering football is, is obviously out of the four major, it's going to have the most contact. It's you know the players are are close in close proximity more than yeah, any other sport. At all times, yeah. Appreciate it, Dennis. Um, 
so yeah, I, I think they needed to, you know, jump out ahead of it. But, um, you know, for whatever reason, uh, maybe, you know, kind of uh, they were dragging their feet or they didn't know what to say or maybe secretly they didn't, you know, kind of want to move forward. But whatever the case is. They were kind of hoping this would all go away by now. Wow. I think so, too. But uh, either way, they came out today and kind of told, you know, let the players know, hey, this is what's going to happen. We're going to be doing daily testing and, you know, uh, eventually we want to move to every other day. And, and, you know, at least gave them some sense of comfort as, you know, at least that the NFL is trying and hope to keep them safe as players. Because obviously that's the number one thing is everybody stays safe. And if the players can be safe, then, you know, that's a great step towards being safe on the field. And, and having football for the entire season, so. Right. Uh, yeah, that's the one thing. I, I mean, it's you got to keep those players safe. you got to keep them healthy. And to me, it's not even so much how you're testing. It's what happens once you get a positive test. Right. You have to fluff that guy. He's got to be isolated. And then you got to go through the chain of people he's contacted, you know, and, and make sure you're doing rigorous testing for them and getting them isolated and tested. It's just going to be a matter of doctors and the staffs really being on top of things. Yeah. Well, and, and I've always, you know, thought that the whole bubble idea was, was you know, uh, in theory, a decent idea, especially if you can kind of almost have two bubbles in a way. Um, uh, when, you know, coming into training camp, you, you come inside the bubble. You get your testing, you stay there yeah. until you officially get, you know, the negative test then you can move into the real bubble. Right. And until you pass. Probably most coaches would love the idea of having a bubble for their players in training camp anyway. Right. Get them away from all the outside noise and get them focused in on their job. Well, absolutely. I think it's, you know, it has many benefits. So Mm -hmm. I feel like coming into any camp, you go through the process, you get testing. It takes, you know, it does take, you know, 24 hours as they're saying, to get results. So you come in, you be isolated, they test you, you stay isolated, you don't come in contact with anybody outside that already hasn't been tested. And once you get that negative test, then you can move on, start start training camp. Then that way, you know, you contain it. Yeah, and it's just like the steps that they take. Look, every one of these players, when they come into training camp, when they report, they have to take a pre-training camp physical. Yeah. And to me, this just becomes part of that process. Yeah, and until you get cleared, yeah, you you don't... Until you get cleared, you can't participate. Right. Well, uh, and I think, think you know, uh, from what I understand, they're kind of taking it in that that aspect. So hopefully... Hopefully this all works for, for yeah, everybody. And, I think that they're doing that. Well, I, I mean, training camp's going to tell us a lot of mm-hmm. whether or not we're actually going to have a season. Now, it obviously does not look like any of our us fans will be in the seat, in the seats as of now. Right. Um, you know, Philly, uh, you know, Philly came out and said, you know, no, you know, large groups. Um, but then they were like, well, maybe that might not apply. Uh, so they're, they're, we're kind of giving well, us a smidge of hope. They don't really have the authority to say it for non-city sanctioned events. Right. Um, New York, uh, both New York teams did just uh, release a joint statement today right. saying no fans. 
Um, just flat out, no fans. We're not we're not doing it until you know further notice. So. Um, yeah. Now, I, in a bit of haste after getting the news report last Tuesday, uh, the report that you're speaking of, um, where we were told we weren't to have any large gatherings, right. um, found out that, uh, well, I found out that everybody that I tailgate with had all opted out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And so I was sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, like, do I really want to be watching the news? every week finding out whether or not i'm going to be allowed down there and then take the chance of being moved around from section to section not being sitting around the people that i know right and not be, like and this like to me this season was supposed to be for me like sort of a the whole season i was going to try to treat as a commemorative to my father sure of course and you know i'm like it's just not going to work out the way i wanted it to so i just said you know what I, I I made the call. I, I did opt out. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna need a moment. This is big news. Yeah. If I had if I had like a little air horn like breaking news like I'd play that right now. Um. Wow. That's, that's big they, shit. Even if they let us in there, it's not gonna be the way I would want it to be. Like I'm not gonna be able to. You know they're going to have a spread out. Sure. I've been able to be in my particular seats. Um, and would I have been able to be around the people? Like, there are some people that I know that, like, I only know through seeing them at the, at the well, game. Well, sure. Who are, like, when I, the next game that I show up to, when I tell them, like, that's going to be the first time they hear about the passing of the old man. Sure. And it's going to be a gut punch to them, too. I mean. And then just to think, and just to think, if if nobody's in the stands, they might not know for over over a year. It could be another year. Yeah. So it it would be a a year and a half. Uh, Yeah. uh, That's 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 crazy to think about. Um, Right. Yeah, you know, I've I've always left that decision of whether to opt in and out uh, to the other person who has the the tickets, uh, who owns the tickets. Um, I always figured if Dad was around, like I would have just left the decision up to him and gone yeah, whatever. He right. Said. So and that's kind of yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm playing it at. Last last thing we talked about was was uh, staying in and just kind of letting it ride because. No, I did. Worst um, case is I, this, I called and I spoke to a representative from the Eagles. Okay. I had, I had a number of questions. Including, Such as would this be the only round of being able to opt out? Because it's like. You know, everything's still so... Everything's so air. fluid. Everything's just and constantly changing. Absolutely not. Well, that's so good. There will be other opportunities. If they wanted to get a preliminary, who wants out right now? Yeah. And then they would offer another stage of opt-outs once they hear more about what's going to go on. Yeah. Is it even if they get a green light saying, oh, yeah, you guys are going to be fine to go ahead, which they're not anticipating no. they're still going to offer the opt out again because yeah. they want every fan to feel comfortable yeah no absolutely and that's and that's the right thing to do and i'm glad yeah. that the philadelphia eagles organization has been open like that has been has mm-hmm. been you know really helpful um, you, you know in trying to make sure that everybody's good um, we always just thought the worst case is we opt in they don't allow fans and you'll get, yeah, we'll get, and you'll we'll get our money back and or, uh, or you know, push to next, next year. year. Yeah, I put all mine to next year. 
Like, yeah, I think uh, I think Larry, being the financial guy, uh, wants to take the money and then put it into an account and let it gain some interest. <laughs> He's a smart dude. He has a smart dude. Why so. wasn't he going to do that? Is because I know it would then go back into Laura's account. Right. And would be able to go and say, "Hey, Laura, you know that money that I got you back last nah, year? Yeah. That, that money is as good as spent for you. You got to push yeah. that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I need to just. That and you know, uh, it's funny. I, I was gonna ask them if they could just put it into my account and then I could, but they, they no, were don't think so. If that was the case, you'd never be at those Eagles games. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I would, I would definitely be the Eagles. Okay, I wouldn't touch him. Hey, look, yeah, I, I've got money in my savings account right now that I, I put there several months ago. I haven't touched. Okay, good for you, bud. Good for you. Anyway, yeah. all right, moving on. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll be tailgating there first week, but uh, it's really not looking like it. Uh, as of now, it's 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 uh, it's kind of out. So we'll uh, we'll see. You know, like I said, training camp's going to tell us a lot because yeah, that's the I first I chance. Would do. I, I, in our fantasy football draft, I just sent out the note. We were doing our draft via Zoom, and I did not think that league would ever go that direction. Yeah, well, it's always prided itself on live in-person drafts. So. Right. To me, that's the highlight of, of any fantasy football season. It really it's is. It's, it's draft or bust. And then... Yeah, well, for, for a good number of these guys, like I only see them once a year. Mm. Yeah, sadly, uh, you know, due to look, I mean, distance. Look, and, and no fault to anybody. You get, we got our lives. Everybody got our lives. You know, you, yeah. you live in another state. It's... Uh, sure. It's just, you know, it sucks. Hell, even the, you know, even the one guy who literally lives three minutes away i see him only a couple of times a year anyway so anyway um yeah, but I feel like that could change in a couple of years when all of a sudden like he's not as committed to certain events maybe yeah and then all of a sudden it'll be like a random one like, so ryan what are you up to yeah i'm gonna have to beat him away with a stick um <laughs> so anyway uh we wanted to finish our nfc east all-time roster game we started this a couple weeks back with the offense and a little bit of the defense. We had the linebackers left, corners, and safeties. So if you are unfamiliar with this game, um, basically what we do is we try to determine out of all four of the NFC East teams, which player is the best at each position. So each team gets one representative, and those four from one from each, those four go head to head, and we determine which one out of the four is the best. The winner gets a point. Most points at the end of the game wins the game. Uh, unfortunately, as of right now, it is six to three Dallas uh, to the Eagles three. Giants and yeah, one. Place to catch up here. Yeah. Or, uh, oh yeah, it's not looking great. Uh, but the Giants and the Washington Redskins have zero big fat zero. Yeah, uh, this well, could change. That could change here in a minute. I agree. So, with that being said, let's start with the linebackers. Let's start with the outside linebacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll start with the easiest one, uh, and I'm going to be relying, um, you know, on you uh, a lot for the, some of these. So, uh, yeah. but I'll I'll take the first one in the New York Giants. It was a tough decision, uh, but I'm going to have to go with Lawrence Taylor. Boy, I, I know. I, I was up all night. 
I couldn't sure. decide. I couldn't decide. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So that's uh, the uh, Giants representative. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, Eric, yeah. what uh, what would you say? Uh, I'll actually give you the Eagles. What would you say um, for the Eagles? For the outside linebacker, greatest of would all time. You, would you count? Uh, would you count Bednarik as an inside or outside? Out, in, inside, inside. Yeah, I was gonna say he was inside. I was pretty sure. So I'd say Seth Joyner is the outside linebacker. <clears throat> okay, that is a that is a good one. Um, I like that. Um, yeah, I, I think I don't. I'm trying to think of. Just trying to think of anybody who might officially beat that. Uh, yeah, my sister just messaged in, so no home games this year. Now, sorry, Amy, but you will get to go to one next year with me. Yeah. Because um, she was going to go with me. She was going to go to the Cincinnati game. So. Ooh. Yeah. Well, well, it was well right after birthday. She was going to mm. be up for that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm drawing a blank at anybody who even comes close. Um, right. So, and Mike agrees, Seth Joyner should be the Eagles representative. Um I'm going to go with the Washington uh, Redskins. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of good outside linebackers all time. Um, I know there was a guy in the 60s and 70s, uh, Chris Hamburger. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think of anybody more recent. Uh, Eric, do you well, got anybody? Or? Yeah, well, yeah, but... I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I'd I don't know if I'd say all timer. It was good. Yeah, but I was looking at some of the lists earlier. He was he was up there. Kerrigan was. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I I'd still like to say hamburger just because, you know, I think overall I think he was one of. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go with uh, Chris Hamburger. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, finally, the Dallas Cowboys. Boo. Boo. Um, Boo. Nobody. They don't get nominated. That's them. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I was looking. Some of their outside linebackers, um, you know, like, they had some good ones, like, back in, like, the 70s. Sure. I names that. Um, Chuck Howley? Yeah, Chuck. Chuck <laughs> I'm sorry, you said Chuck Hamley? Howley. Howley. Howley, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, 60s, 70s. Yeah. Um, what, I think it was Norton a middle linebacker or was he uh, Who? Ken Norton Jr. Um, how, yeah, but he wasn't with Dallas that long. Yeah, I mean, he was with them for their two championships. He was drafted by the Cowboys. Right, but then he played a lot of his time in San Francisco. Um, yeah. I feel like that happened a lot. Uh, <laughs> Dallas and San Fran just traded people. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I know there's another guy in the 60s and 70s, Leroy Jordan. I believe that was his first name, Leroy. Um, I, you know. I'll let, I'll, I'll let you have this one, whichever one you want to I mean, do we want to maybe say, did, did we say DeMarcus Ware was defensive end? I feel like he kind of falls in that Ryan Kerrigan role. Yeah, that, and in the middle. He's an outside linebacker, but... But yeah. I mean, I'd be fine with saying Demarcus Ware is the outside linebacker for the Cowboys. I mean, but didn't we use him as their defensive end? 
We might have. Yeah, so that's why I think he's out. I, I think we should go with Chuck Howley. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, you know, he's. Uh, I feel like the rest of this has not been a uh, very right. Well, he was a he's a six-time. Uh, he's a six-time uh, Pro Bowler, uh, multi-Super Bowl winner, uh, MVP, Super Bowl MVP. Um, when they lost. Yeah, I was gonna say he's the only uh, Super Bowl MVP from the losing side. Right. Uh, which he refused the trophy, which I think is kind of a baller move. Um, that is actually So good. let's go with uh, Chuck Howley. So. There you have it. For the linebacker, uh, outside linebacker, we have Chuck Howley for the Cowboys. Uh, we have Seth Joyner for the Eagles. We have Lawrence Taylor for the Giants. And for the Redskins, who did that be say? Hamburger, right? Hamburger, that's right. Um, so, obviously, this is a pretty easy one. Lawrence yeah, Taylor, one of the greatest players of all time. Easy, 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 easy. Um, all right, so inside linebacker, I think uh, Chuck Bednarik has to be the oh, representative yeah, he, while we had... A few close uh, seconds and thirds, you know, maybe Axeman yeah. or, um, you know, uh, yeah, Thomas. Axeman, uh, Byron Evans. Byron Evans, William Thomas, although he played outside too. Um, yeah, William Thomas has played everywhere at the linebacker spot. Yeah, so let's go with Bednarik. Yeah. Um, thinking for uh, the inside linebacker, um, trying to think. It's always, you know, it's always uh, you try to figure out who, you know, again for the right, older who people. Played inside, right? Who, yeah, exactly. Who played inside? Who played outside? Um, for the Redskins, it would have to be London Fletcher. Yeah, he was a good one. Um, was Sam Huff an outside linebacker? Or was he? Oh, I think Huff was inside. Was he? Because I would say I would say Sam Huff then for the Giants. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, let's see. Inside for the Cowboys. 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 Uh, I just need to block out anything Cowboys, so. Well, I, I hear you. Um, let's see. Uh, do you got anybody off the top of your head? Nobody that jumps out, you know, like. I mean, I even saw something with, like, Sean Lee on there, and it's like, that can't be all-time, like... No, that can't be. Uh, I, ref I refuse to have him uh, as the greatest uh, cowboy inside linebacker of all time. Um, let's see. Uh, yes, I both my devices going with uh, the show. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm trying to look up uh, Wilbur Marshall. Okay. Wilbur Marshall. Let's say I, I know the name. I'm going to have to refresh my memory on, like, uh, when he played. Um, well, Wilbur Marshall played in... Uh, was he... The 80s, right? Uh, okay. Played, uh, played for, well, played for the Redskins. Um, let's see, wait, right? Yeah, Redskins. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh... You know, played for the Bears a little bit. Uh, was a Super Bowl winner with the Bears. Uh, champion with the Redskins. I mean, I'm good with the inside linebacker for him, for the Redskins. That's a good uh, pick there, uh, Mike. Appreciate that. Um, 
All right, so we have Wilbur Marshall. We have Chuck Becknarek. Um, I'm just going to nominate Sam Huff because I can't find anything that tells me one way or the other quickly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, so what do we need? Um, Cowboys, right? Cowboys. Oh, God. Cowboys. Gross. Yeah. Barf. Uh, not seeing any old timers for. Uh, you know what this sounds like? This sounds like a victory for your Philadelphia Eagles. I th yeah, I was going to say, if we can't figure out a, a decent one. Um, you know, for the Cowboys, I'm pretty sure that, de I mean, I'm right now I can definitely, um, I don't know, let's say, uh, yeah, Ken Norton Jr., by the way, only played, uh, five, six years, um, for, uh, for Dallas. Uh, I mean, I'll just go with Leroy Jordan then and just assume he was inside. Because he, sure. he played at the same time that Chuck Howley did. So, um, yeah, let's just go with that. Perfect. Uh, all right, so there you have it. Chuck Howley uh, for the Cowboys. Uh, Wilbur Marshall for the Redskins. Giants, Sam Huff, and Eagles, Chuck McNerick. Let's just mark it down for the Birds. That's right. Nice and Charlie. easy. Nice and easy. So, right now it's 6-4-1 to four to one to 0. Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Redskins. In that we order. we got to pick the secondary to get the win. We're going to have to. I think we're going to at least get one of them for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, all right, let's go with corners. Now, we're going to go. Yeah. I was going to say, are we doing the top two corners for each team? Yes, I would say. Let's pick the top two guys. Then. Let's pick the top, the top guy, do that round, and then pick the second guy and do that round. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Daddy. Oh. <laughs> oh, there we go. What's there he is. What's, what's up, buddy? Daddy. <laughs> oh man, this, this is this is awesome. You want to say hey, hi to everybody? Hi. Well, we're just doing our show, pal. Yes. Mommy was supposed to watch you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got away from us, so. This is the best part of the show. I don't care. Like, we're we're talking Eagles football, bud. Do you love the Eagles? Yeah. Can you sing All the right. Eagles fight song? So speak up. Fight for a touchdown. One, two, three. Hit them Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price Tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Good job, pal. Okay. You wanna stay with me or you wanna go up with mommy? I wanna stay with 
Okay. Well, well there we go. Now we have a new co-host. Eric, you're out. Hey, you know what? I, I ain't even I ain't even mad at it, you know? Daddy, where's your bowling ball? <laughs> I, I don't know, buddy. Um, all right, so let's go with, uh, and Mike alluded to it. Uh, it is there, Daryl. Uh, Mike alluded to it uh, with Washington. Daryl Green, I think, is a clear choice. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, always a fan of Daryl Green. Um, so that's an easy one. Uh, Eagles, uh... He's my favorite rival with Daryl Green. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and I liked Art Monk, too. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. I like Doug Williams, too. I had respect for, for, the, for those guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Not, I notice how I didn't say any Cowboys, though. No respect. No, no, no. Cockroaches. No, no, no. What do we say to Dallas Cowboys fans? We say, boo, right? Boo. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so, Daryl Green's an easy one. Eagles, Eric Allen, I suppose? Absolutely, yeah. Oh. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. This is a great show. <laughs> uh, all right, so we have uh, Eric Allen. Uh, we have Daryl Green, um, Giants. Mm. Got to be Jason Seahorn, right? Uh, I mean, that's the one that comes to me uh, recent. I'm trying to see if, if if I can remember any other good corners for. I know. I tried to look. I tried to look up some. There was one that was supposedly a lockdown guy on the '90s team. 90s. Well, on the team that won the Super Bowl in the 90s. Well, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't that have been Jason Zehorn? No, not 90s. Zehorn was what? on the early 2000s team. He wasn't in the 90s at all? Well, I mean, he was in the 90s. I'm talking about oh, 90s. Okay, okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, I mean, I'll go with Jason Zehorn. I'll go with that. Um, all right, uh, let's see. Cowboys. Uh, now, obviously, you have Dion, but do we count Dion considering he was there, what, 95, 6, 7, 8, and 9? He was only there five years. Where somebody like, uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, I was going to use Charles Woodson and Darren Woodson. Uh, well, Darren Woodson was the cowboy, but he was more of a safety. Yeah, but, um, oh yeah, Charles Woodson was the... Was, was the corner, the right. Um, yeah. Was... I want to say Ooh. Mel Renfro. He was technically a corner, was he not? I know yeah. he played both. Renfro was. He was on those 70s teams, right? Yeah. So, um, so I'm, I'm just going to say, because again, he, he played there for 13 seasons... He played a little bit of a little bit of both uh, corner and safety, and I think Darren Woodson is probably going to win the the safety job for the Cowboys when we go back around right, to the safeties. Yeah. So let's go with Mel Renfro. Uh, so it's Renfro, Eric Allen, Daryl Green, uh, and Jason Seahorn. That's actually pretty tough. Um, this is really tough. Yeah. Um, to me, it's between Eric Allen and Daryl Green. Yeah, I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't know enough about Mel Renfro um, right. to kind of put him up there. I know, obviously, he had a great career, um, you know, pro bowler and all pro at safety and corner. 
Um, <laughs> How about it? <laughs> um, so, oh man, there is champ, there's champ Bailey, but bias coming up. I'm just gonna take Eric Allen. Yeah, uh, I mean Eric, Eric Allen. Though, what, what, was he really with the Eagles a long time? When did he come in? I, 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 I honestly gotta say, Daryl Green. Longevity. Okay I'm not, I'm not I, I think I'm longevity kind of wins the day here. Um, you know, you you got to factor in his entire career as a member of his team. And so, that guy at like 43 years old could outrun rookies. Right. I mean, and make it look. And Eric Allen look. wasn't here that long. Right. Uh, you know, he spent time yeah. elsewhere. So. Yeah. I, I'm all right. I'm with you, Daryl Green. Okay. So we'll give Washington their first point. All right, now going into corner number two, Mike's already well ahead of us uh, for the Redskins. Don't touch the mic, please. Um, Champ Bailey. Yeah, I, I was a... going to ask you whether you consider Champ Bailey a uh, Bronco or a Redskin. Right. Or. Uh, now, hear me, hear me out here. Now, you know how we've said we we're going to do the second best, but. Maybe do we give a point for who is second place? We're replacing Daryl Green with Champ Bailey, and then we do it again. I'm, I'm fine with that. I figured that's what we do. Oh, okay. Well, well, then, what I think we might do is just do each team's two corners and just, you know, one corner, you know. Just, like if you said Daryl Green and Champ Bailey, Eric Allen and Troy Vincent. And like, and then I would say, okay, you know, Mel, right, so Mel Renfro and uh, Terrence Newman. Right. Um, and then just take the two best. Oh, so what? This is a two-pointer. Well, I mean, what it is, it's the two best. So like, you could take Daryl Green and Eric. I mean, it's, All right, let's just call it. Let's call it what it is. It's Eric. It's it's Daryl Green and Eric. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, those are the two best All right, so we're giving the Eagles a point. We're giving the Redskins a point. Yeah. All right, so Dallas was yeah. six, Giants one, yeah. Washington one, Eagles five. So two more so spots. Could the Eagles come and tie this up? So uh, since a lot of safeties played both free and strong, again, we're, I think we're, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to do one safety. Whoever wins that round, replace them with their next best safety and then do it again. Okay. Uh, so obviously the Eagles no brainer here is Malcolm Jenkins. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Macho Harris. No, no, no. Oh God, no. Yeah, clearly yes, Macho yes. is the best corner or vet the safety of all time. Um, oh, yeah. We're not even, and not just Eagle safety, not just NFC East safety. All time. Yes. 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 Yeah, he's on the phone. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, anyway, uh, it is obviously Brian Dawkins, uh, Weapon X, the Wolverine. Um, so, I think uh, for safety for Cowboys, it has to be Darren Woodson. Um, the question is for the Redskins. Is it Sean Taylor? Because, again, the only reason why I ask this is because the longevity. 
Well, I mean, I don't think he's gonna like. Well, okay. That, regardless yeah. of what other yeah. whatever, that is still the situation. No, you're sure. Um, no, he was obviously the most talented. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, how how long was he officially in the league? Uh, hold on, I have it here. Yes, yes, yes. Somewhere. This thing um, would hurry up and let me get to Sean yes, Taylor. Yes. No, there no, it is. No. So, Sean Taylor. Um, okay. Hmm. So, he was, obviously, he was 24. Um, uh, why is this not saying? Okay, so he was only in the league for four um, years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, uh, which is... Yeah, I just don't think you saw, you saw him up snapping. Uh, no, it, unfortunately, it looks like he only had... Yeah. He has less than 300 um, yeah. uh, tackles. He only played in 55 games. Um, it's hard to put Sean Taylor on this list, just given the fact, you know, that of longevity. You're looking at the greatest... Washington right. Redskin, and it still may be him. Uh, I, 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 you know, obviously we gotta somebody's gotta beat him out, but um, you know, I'm like Ken Houston, I know was uh, you know played eight or nine years, um, you know, for uh, for the Reds uh, for the Redskins. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, from the eighty or from seventy-three yes. to eighty. Yeah. Um, There's two you. Um, hmm. I, I yeah, I mean it's not that much better than and he doesn't really have the stats either. I don't know. Do you just want to say Sean Taylor? I hate sure. I hate doing it just because I just don't I again I just don't think there's anybody you know that you know, obviously pound for pound. Pound for pound, he's obviously the greatest. I just don't think there's that, like that Daryl Green type who was there his entire career, uh, you know, had a great right. career, just obviously not as um, as high as Sean Taylor. But I'll, I'll, I'll be fine with Sean Taylor. So, um, so then I guess the next one is the Giants. Um, no, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, hmm. He said skip the Giants, so I'm okay with that. What, what's that? Ronan says skip the Giants, I guess. Should so, we skip okay. the Giants? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, that's rude. Uh, <laughs> let me see what... Uh... Hmm. Man, there's not a lot of... Yeah, games. you know, I was looking at that too earlier, and it was Lynn Pickens. Um, yeah, there is not a lot of good uh, safeties for... Oh, you four. four. Oof. Are you four? Oof. 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 Look, I think we know what's about to happen. Well, okay. Let's just give it to, to Brian, Brian Dawkins, right? Is that where we're going? Brian Dawkins is getting safety one. Okay, so who who are we replacing Brian Dawkins with with for the representative of the Eagles? Who would be the second best? Is it so Andre Waters? Is either Waters or Hopkins? Um, West Hopkins? Yeah, that's a ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, 
I might lean. I might lean towards Hopkins. Who was your favorite, Wes Hopkins? I might. I might say Hopkins. Yeah, I think I would. Um, Muddy Waters had had a tough time staying healthy. He did. Uh, he did. Uh, you waving at yourself, buddy? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because my screen's double. Uh, there was for the for the Giants. There was uh, Emlyn Tunnel, who was a safety and return specialist. And I think I'm going to select him because uh, he's also from uh, Bryn Mawr. Okay. So. There you go. Emlyn Tunnel, the Giants' all-time greatest safety. Okay. So, uh, what, do, what do you say? What's your vote? Hopkins or, or, or Waters? We're going Hopkins? Yeah. Um, uh, Mike says uh, Landon Collins, perhaps. Yeah, but again, he wasn't a Redskin that long. Um. You know, not enough to, to, to surpass Sean Taylor, I think. Uh, intro roll, yeah, those are all good ones. Uh, I just think Sean Taylor is. There's nobody that blows him out of the water, and that was the, what I was trying to find. So, second round of safeties. It's Wes Hopkins. Uh, I already forgot. Uh, Emma, Emma, Emma Lynn Tunnel for the Giants. Sean Taylor and Darren Woodson. And unfortunately, for the win, for the win, I think I'm gonna have to give this one to Darren Woodson. Yeah. Would you agree? Fair thing to do. Yeah, it really is. We, we I think we tried to, to get the Eagles, uh, you know, up. Well, I'm, and Daryl said uh, with the he still loves hard hitting Andre Waters despite his injury history, and I'm right there with you, man. I okay. love Andy Waters. I did too. Don't get me wrong. I, I love Hopkins. I love Waters. If you said, if you, if you, don't touch that, please. If you said Waters, I would have, I would have said fine. Uh, so yeah. I was going either way. Um, but I think, unfortunately, just Darren Woodson just had such a great career with the Cowboys. He meant more to the Cowboys uh, than I think uh, the other guys did. Um, right. And yeah, Super Bowl winner. Um, just, yeah, I, I just don't see how, how anybody else beats him right now. And unfortunately, because of that, looks like the Cowboys end up with seven total points. Eagles with six. Giants and Redskins each with one. Do you want to go up? you want to say bye to everybody? Bye. Bye, Ronnie. Bye, buddy. Okay, we'll see ya. Oh, there you go. I had a, had a guest, uh, you know, guest co-host. That's right. Well, that, that was the best one we've had. He blows me out of the water. Yeah, oh, he definitely does. Uh, what was great was uh, I could see out of the corner of, over here Yeah. Um, uh, my wife, who came running down and realized what was happening. Uh, I could see the look of horror on her face. <laughs> and he's still, he's, still, he's still back there. You gonna go up, buddy? Yeah. Oh, you're just gonna hang out. All right. Cool. Do it. Do you, bro? <laughs> all right. Well, well, there you have it, folks. Uh, finally, our all NFC East uh, roster game is done. Cowboys edging out on the final, final position. 
Um, seven to six, and one and one for the Redskins and Giants. Um, yeah, that was fun. I think, uh, you know, I think if we do this maybe in, uh, in five to ten years, I think that we could come uh, with some different answers. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, you know, Eagles okay. that are going to that are going to ascend. Some current Eagles, like, you know, hey, look, in another five to six years, we could be going back in and saying Carson Wentz is far and above. I mean, I would love to say that. I would love to say, have him take over as McNabb as the representative. Have a couple Super Bowl trophies. And... <laughs> yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, so, yeah. So so that's uh, that's the, the full roster there. Uh, we had fun with it. We're gonna come up with a couple of uh, of other like game type things to do uh, as we kind of uh, get close to the season. Um, you know, again, gotta fill the time somehow. Uh, you know, until there's real football. Uh, you know, like on what? So, um, but yeah. So I, I know we didn't technically talk about it on our last show, um, yeah. as it happened shortly after we got off air. Uh, but Jason Peters is back in the fold, as obviously every Eagles fan knows. Um, and, you know, it was uh, the alleged big news coming from you know, your boy Brian Boldinger, uh, which had people a little disappointed as, you know, I think a lot of people just kind of assumed that uh, Jason Peters signing was a formality and it was eventually going to happen. So when talk of big news, people were thinking, you know, oh, is this is this clowning? Is this, you know, Gakwe? Is yeah. this Jamal Adams? I, I thought this was clowning or Everson Griffin. Or Everson Griffin. Yeah, yeah. I, I really did too, because I, I, you know, obviously we know how much uh, the Eagles put stock into their defensive line. I just mm-hmm. thought it was a no-brainer that uh, they'd fill it, and you know, obviously Clowney and Everson Griffin were the top two candidates i think uh, on most people's boards and you know why you know why not get you know one of the best is they've been sitting there all off season partly due to you know kind of the the covid and uh you know everything going on with that but i still think the only reason he has that clowny that is oh uh, well his is more money demands yeah. He started off super high. Now it's, it's starting to come falling off the cliff. But also, like, with his injuries that he's had, not being able to really get him to in front of your team's doctor because of the whole COVID thing, like, that's, that's presented its own set of problems. Look, you wanted, you wanted to get a full physical, and just facilities aren't doing that right now because they're just – they're just trying to handle emergencies. And so you had to, I think that's what slowed up Clowney signing. Yeah. Yeah. Most likely. Cause he definitely has an injury history. You'd want to get, uh, you know, your doctors looking at, uh, you know, Griffin has a, has a few here or there too. Not certainly yeah. as long as well, Clowney. Like, long <clears throat> yeah. You, you'll have, you'll have yeah. a long injury history. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so uh, you know, again, uh, you know, I posed the question down below. Uh, do you think uh, the Eagles uh, make any more moves before the uh, uh, you know the start of the season? Um, Eric, what's your thoughts? Uh, you know, it took us a long time between Jason Peters and you know the last time we made a move. So uh, you know, there's not that much time left between now and the start of the season, um, as I'm oh, sure you'll tell us. If Clowney's going to sign somewhere, you know, he's not going to sit out the season. And so 
you know, the Eagles are right there in that mix. I'll be I'll be Mr. Positive here. I'll say, yeah, I think they're going to sign Jadavion Clowney. Really? Okay. I like it. One year's one year, eight million dollars, eight and a half, nine. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I think they kind of like you could look at that and say, right, if we don't like what we see, he's gone in a year anyway. Yeah, we got a draft back out of it for yeah. uh, the, the compensation. So, yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, it's certainly. Uh, I feel it's a very Howie like move. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it reminds me of the Alshon Jeffrey sign. You signed him for a one year deal. He came in, he looked good, he stayed healthy or stayed on the field, <laughs> and then, you know, you signed him a new extension after the after that year. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I think the same thing could be uh, could be happening with uh, Clowney and or Griffin, if that's who it ends up being. Um, so, yeah, so we'll wait and see. Uh, as, you know, we said, tomorrow, um, the rookies report... Uh, by uh, a week later, uh, so a week from tomorrow, uh, the, the final rest of the team <clears throat> will be there. I know, I think it's the 23rd or 24th. Uh, some more people report, but right. long and short, uh, on the 28th, uh, the full team will be... Next Tuesday is the first full team Right, practice. full team practice uh, a week from tomorrow. So we'll uh, we'll certainly talk about that on next week's show. Uh, hopefully we'll we'll get a good week from the rookies as they report tomorrow. All of them are signed. And um, I would imagine by the time we get to next week, we're going to have an idea of what the testing process has been like. Hopefully we will be reporting that no eagle has mm. tested positive. Right. Well, now that training camps are starting, you know, you know, certainly get ready to perhaps see some. You know, reporting that uh, things, uh, you know, people are getting uh, tested and that some people get positive. And then... But you know what that means? You know, if we didn't test them, they wouldn't be positive. Oh, right. Yeah, why test them? Uh, But, you know, again, if if somebody does test positive during the season, uh, they'll officially go on IR for three weeks. Um, It's like that the NFL proactively... Yes, because that way, you know... You get them away for longer than they need to be, which, all right, is maybe not great, but at least you free up the roster spot. You can bring mm-hmm. somebody in, and you're not, you know, you're not hampered, you know, if five people end up getting COVID. You know, yeah, it'll certainly suck, but at least you can fill those holes immediately. And this is a unique situation. It required a unique rule. Sure. So I'm glad they did something like that, you know. Uh, agreed, agreed, so... Uh, all right, folks. Well, uh, we went super overtime today. Uh, yeah, we did. Almost a full hour. Yeah, got caught uh, talking about stuff, which happens. Thank you, everybody, for being a part Great of it. Guest appearance from your son. Yeah, right. Exactly. A guest uh, guest spot by uh, by Ronan, uh, Mike, uh, Amy, Daryl, um, and a couple other people. Appreciate uh, the comments. Appreciate uh, you know helping us out with the all time team. And, of course, as always, thank you for not only liking, following, but sharing uh, our pages, our shows. That really does help. Um, it's literally tw- 10 to 20 seconds of your time to hit all three buttons uh, and post, uh, you know, some, some of the shares. So we appreciate all that do that. Uh, thank you very much. And anybody who uh, shares anything in the Phillyverse. Um, 
as we said, new stuff always coming down the pipe. Uh, you know, obviously with, with the quarantine, the COVID, the, you know, everything, things are at a snail's pace trying to organize things, but yeah. we are getting there. Um, so new content, uh, new shows, uh, things coming soon. So we're always working on, on doing this better and getting more stuff out for you. So well, I figure, and you know, what better way, what more uh, Philly verse style way to do this than for me to just spring this idea on you right now on the uh, spot. And oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> I know we need to we need to start organizing, start planning the uh, final off season roundtable. Well, you know, it's funny you say that uh, because I was talking with uh, Mike. Uh, you know, he had mentioned it and I hadn't really thought about it. And I kind of was you know, under the mindset of, well, you know, that's probably might be a little hard to do considering everything, uh, you know, out in the world, not being open, uh, or limited, uh, to being open. Um, so I would assume champs is out. I would assume so. Um, yeah. but you know. I, I, w- I guess uh, I guess I wouldn't be be opposed to doing one in person, um, you know, here in the in the studio. But yeah, I certainly would be would be in for that. Okay, well, you know, we'll we'll, we'll talk offline, see when you're available, and maybe we'll we'll have that final uh, uh, Eagles off season roundtable. All right, sounds good. All right, well, cool. Uh, so there you go, Mike. <laughs> getting your wish, bud. Uh, unfortunately, you know, not, uh, you know, not the greatest uh, being not, uh, you know, out live in the, in the, in the streets and in the, in the bars and the public, but uh, something, I guess, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it stinks that we can't do it. I would love to see if things start to open up this fall, if they go more positive than what some people are thinking, yeah. that we do maybe a mid-season, maybe Eagles bye week roundtable. Uh, something yeah no, that'd yeah, be nice that'd be fun yeah i agree so we'll we'll figure it all out uh as we always yeah. do but uh yeah thank you everybody for uh joining us tonight uh we will see you guys on all of the other shows in the phillyverse podcast network uh tomorrow is the philly broadcast at 8 30 um <laughs> you're welcome bud uh with uh ryan and ryan uh, Wednesday, Mike Sports exclusively on YouTube at 8 p.m. with Eric and Landry. And, of course, on Thursdays, 9 o'clock, the TLC podcast with Joe and Eric. More shows coming, as we said. Uh, uh, we got uh, another uh, uh, episode or two of the Bald Eagle podcast coming. Uh, so we're, we're almost ready to... Uh, give you a few episodes and start that off. Um, you know, I don't know if Sean's, uh, not really, uh, ready for the video, I guess maybe. Um, but at least we'll be sharing that podcast. So you can at least listen to him. I think he does a great job for nobody, for somebody who's never done a podcast. Uh, he's very strong, uh, strong starter. So, uh, so check that out. Uh, we'll be, uh, we're doing that and who knows, uh, you know, I'll always negotiate and trying to bring people in. Uh, you never know when, uh, we might, that uh, new show just might pop in. So, uh, that being said, if anybody is interested, you want to start your own podcast, you don't know what to do, you want to maybe just do some videos, you're unsure of how it all works, reach out to me. Uh, you can always message me on Facebook. Um, you can always message the show, Phillyverse, 
Uh, you can email info at phillyverse.com, um, Instagram, Twitter, Philly underscore verse, the million ways to get a hold of us. Uh, reach out and, and let's talk. Um, you know, I'm down uh, down to talk and figure things out. So um, yeah, it goes for me as well. You can certainly feel free to reach out yeah. to me. Oh, absolutely. So you know, any way I can, even if it's just direct you to yeah. Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> which is but. probably what you'll do. Um, no, but uh, in all seriousness, though, the, uh, you know, we're we're just fans, just like you. We we like talking about it, and if you like talking about it too, and kind of want to do your own thing and, you know, test it out, see if you're any good at it, or you know, I mean, even hey, if you don't care, you just... Ago, we were sitting around in your old apartment and just saying, hey, you know what? We, we should try this. There's this, uh, you know, this blog talk thing that you can go on and do, and you can do your own shows. And yeah. Here we are, 11 years later, you know. Yep. In my mind, I think we're crushing it. We've gone from, you know, a couple of listeners here and there to... You know, you know, thousands well, and the thousands. Yeah, so, more. yeah, certainly, certainly, long, long, slow process, but fun process. So, um, you know, we'll, we love doing it. So, uh, yeah. anyway, uh, thank you, everybody. Please make sure you follow us, like us, share us, um, let your friends know. But uh, other than that, we'll see you guys next week. We will see you throughout the week and all of our other shows. Uh, if you ever need anything, please reach out to us. If you have any ideas, suggestions, comments, you you know like doing shows, you want to start your own, let us know. Uh, other than that, we'll see Ronan on the show more. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe we'll have a guest correspondent, uh, you know, Ronan come in and sing the fight song uh, every time. Maybe you know, it's funny uh, yeah, when it's he's good in, thing to get us all, like, when it's you know. funny when he's when it's just us two. He, he belts it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely yeah. screams it. So, um, you know, he's a little shy, but it's just understandable. So, uh, all right, folks, we're out of here. It's been a full hour. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, hanging in with us. See you guys next week. Uh, Eric, do you got anything to add before uh, before we head on out? No. All right. Keeping it, uh, keeping it consistent. So, all right, folks. So, for the Philly uh, verse and the football smack talk show, I am your host, Ryan. I'm Eric. Happy football, everybody. Only 52 days to go. I like that. I like that a lot. A little under two months, baby. We're almost there. All right, everybody. Have yourself a good week. Stay cool, and we will see you next week. Go Birds. Go Birds.